next on the 5 o'clock report. I don't know where people expect all that snow to go. I'm devastated for those people that are so injured. Transportation workers voted down management's latest offer, which included 24% raises. My sons are going out with me again this year. Now, let's go to the newsroom. Good afternoon and welcome to the broadcast. I'm Tracy Lynn. Just the amount of snow we got, uh, we definitely didn't expect. We are used to a lot because we're off the lake, but not like this. As local leaders wrestle on what to do with all the snow in Buffalo, President Biden has approved Governor Hochul's request for an emergency declaration for western New York counties impacted by the recent pummeling of snow. State Representative Brian Higgins says his office will lend a hand to municipalities that need help. This is pretty routine. I think they're used to it. They do a good job. They are accountable for their own budgets. Buffalo Mayor Byron Brown says it takes time to move all that snow. If you have a historic event with over four feet of snow in a densely populated area, I don't know where people expect all that snow to go. Spectrum's Ryan Whalen notes. FEMA will have to determine whether it will provide grants and loans for individuals, families, and businesses once it can better assess the breadth of the damage caused by the storm. The last time New York submitted an emergency declaration request for a similar winter storm was back in 2014. Buffalo Public Schools are slated to be back open tomorrow before the Thanksgiving break. Top White House officials aim to avert a strike among rail workers. President Biden has always touted himself as a pro-union president. In fact, he says he's the most pro-union president in history. The question, how involved will he get on this issue? Fox correspondent David Spunt. There are 12 rail unions, the largest freight union called the Sheet Metal Air Rail and Transportation Workers, or Smart TD, voted down management's latest offer, which included 24% raises and $5,000 in bonuses. If a deal is not reached, a strike could come as soon as December 5th. The Supreme Court okays the handover of Donald Trump's tax returns to Congress. The court's refusal to intervene came after Chief Justice John Roberts stopped the process earlier this month. The Democrat-led House Ways and Means Committee wanted the documents. The ruling comes as Democrats are losing control of the House after the first of the year. Reckless homicide. That's the charge for the 67-year-old driver who plowed a car through the front of the Apple store near Boston this week, killing one person and injuring at least 16 others. I'm devastated for those people that are so injured and into that one poor soul that's no longer here. Bradley Rain says his foot got stuck on the accelerator while driving and police didn't find drugs or alcohol in his system. Bail has been set at $100,000 cash. His next court date is set for December 22nd. A new legal analysis shows no tampering in a copy of Hunter Biden's laptop data that was turned over to the FBI. CBS's Catherine Herridge. Mark Lanterman was previously a member of a Secret Service Electronic Crimes Task Force. There was one thing that got my attention, and that was a voicemail. It's dad. I called and told I love you. I love you more than the whole world, pal. Can I get some help? That voicemail, apparently from Joe Biden during his son Hunter's drug addiction, is one of many findings Lanterman used to authenticate what is believed to be Hunter Biden's laptop data. Sean Manterman says images of credit cards, a driver's license, and social security number were found on the computer. It accumulated over time, which is consistent with normal, everyday use of a computer. 
Republicans are promising to use their subpoena power to investigate the president's son, Hunter, and his alleged money laundering or fraud scheme. And the nation's Christmas tree is now at the White House. First Lady Jill Biden and her two-year-old grandson, Beau, received the 18-and-a-half-foot fur at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue yesterday. The Sheeler family of Evergreen Acres Christmas Tree Farm in Auburn, Pennsylvania, presented this year's tree. Still to come this Tuesday, Rushdie attorneys get ready for court, suing for election problems in PA and a new use for mushrooms. I'm Kevin Williams, and here is your Family Life Regional Weather Forecast. It's a big travel day locally, regionally, nationally, and weather problems will be few and far between. We'll have a lot of clear sky in Pennsylvania, a mixture of clouds and starlight in New York State, low temps, 20s and low 30s. On Wednesday, a good deal of sunshine for most, some mixed clouds near Lake Ontario, high temps, 40s and 50. Thanksgiving Day, ample sunshine, moderate temperatures, highs in the 40s and lower 50s Thanksgiving Day. Thank you, Kevin. Now for more of what's happening where you live in New York and Pennsylvania. Prosecutors have readied their court case against the suspect in the Salman Rushdie attack at the Chautauqua Institution. We get details from Family Life's Greg Gillespie. The case against Hadi Matar, the New Jersey resident accused of stabbing famed author Salman Rushdie, is one step closer to trial. The Chautauqua County District Attorney told the county court that its prosecution documents and list of witnesses have been supplied to the defense attorney. Matar's lawyer asked the judge for 90 days to review the evidence. Matar had told a reporter that he stabbed the 75-year-old author because of his 1988 book, The Satanic Verses, and that Matar was surprised that Rushdie survived the multiple stabbings. Greg Gillespie. Family Life News. Thank you, Greg. Many folks are getting away for Thanksgiving early this year. The FAA expects today to be the busiest travel day of Thanksgiving week. It's the most important holiday of the year for us. We plan and plan and plan throughout the year. Meanwhile, AAA predicts more than 54 million people will travel by car at least 50 miles from home. That's a 1.5% bump over Thanksgiving last year. Pennsylvania Turnpike Commissioner Mark Compton says a driver who reaches for their phone or water bottle could cause a disaster during that one second of not watching the road. Travel experts urge you to pay attention as you drive. A Republican congressional candidate is suing Luzerne County over Election Day voting problems. More from Family Life's Mark Webster. Yeah, Republican candidate Jim Bognett lost his race against Democratic incumbent Matt Cartwright in Pennsylvania's 8th District. But now he's hoping to at least win in court by suing Luzerne County for what he says was its lack of preparedness for in-person voting at multiple polling sites and that some voters were turned away on election day, while others were forced to fill out provisional ballots when paper used for voting machines ran out. The Luzerne County Board of Elections has until next Monday to certify the election. Mark Webster, Family Life News. Thank you, Mark. Pot shops will begin popping up soon in New York State. Correspondent Stephen Burns explains. A year and a half after New York legalized marijuana. I am pleased to present this first batch of retail licenses. The state's Cannabis Control Board is approving 36 licenses, the first groups that will legally be allowed to sell in New York. In keeping with past promises, most licenses are going to those who had previously been convicted of a marijuana-related offense. The first sales are expected before the end of the year. Pro-family forces fear the marijuana dispensaries will lead to an increase in crime and drug driving. Next at 5, Pastor Eric Johns with the Buffalo Dream Center speaks with us about living homeless for a week each year. 
Every year we do this, you never know what kind of weather you're going to have in Western New York in November. And over the years, I've experienced everything from, oh, wow, we could get away with a T-shirt to uh, deep freeze. And they're telling people to stay in their homes. <laughs> so we've kind of experienced everything. But we look forward to it every year, no matter uh, what the weather. I guess that's appropriate in a way because people who are out on the street homeless, they don't have a choice on what weather they're going to face either. That's exactly true. The whole point of it is to live in another man's world, if even if it's just for a short time, and to identify with with them and bring the love of Christ to them. Bring me back to year one. How did this get started? Well, way back um, 24 years ago, we uh, were working with uh, inner city kids at the Buffalo Dream Center doing a lot of programs for children. And uh, we were uh, busing kids in to our church and more than two thirds of my church was under the age of 20. And uh, most of the kids that came didn't come to uh, the Dream Center with their parents. They were plugged in through our after school programs or different things that we ran and being transported to church. And so we built a relationship with a lot of these kids. We just noticed that, you know, there were things in their life that were different than for me when I grew up. And one of those things was Christmas Day. Christmas Day for a lot of them was just a day like any other day, a day off school, nothing special. There were no presents under the tree, no special meal. So we really wanted to do something to just help some of the kids. And so that first year we gave toys to about 200 kids, which was a lot for us. Our church was only about 30 or 40 people at the time. So we thought 200 was big. But every year as our church grew and then it became known as Boxes of Love and we started to partner with other churches. Now, uh, because of the volunteers and the partnerships that we have in the community, we're able to give food to about 3,000 families and uh, we're now wrapping presents for usually every year around 5,000 kids. So what started with a couple of hundred children is, um, you know, really taken on a life of its own. It just began to grow. And so now we're partnering all different denominations, all different churches and youth groups and there's businesses and families that partner with us. And so we're giving food away in about 20 different neighborhoods throughout Buffalo and Niagara Falls. And we're able to do it because we have so many great partnerships. And we're also able to help a lot of those other churches that are helping us. So they're coming to our uh, warehouse and picking up food so that they can feed their community. So we're running 20 different distribution sites, but we're also giving food to churches so they can reach their families and their communities, which is really exciting to me. So it's really um, become an amazing thing. It almost feels like the parable of the mustard seed come to life. <laughs> yeah. No, really. I mean, the more food we give away, the more just keeps coming in. Not only are those you're trying to help blessed, but in the process, you yourself and those who have participated with you are blessed perhaps even more. There couldn't be a statement more true. A couple of years ago, somebody said to me, oh, Pastor Eric, the homeless people, they really need you. I said to them, no, I really need them because it has changed my life so much to be able to spend my life just giving to those in need and helping others. And it's so fulfilling. We're just so totally fulfilled doing it. We we love what we do and it changes you. And I bet you've seen a lot of impact on the kids who've gone out in that street with you too. Yeah. The first year I went out by myself, pretty much everybody thought I was nuts you know, to do it. And uh, now I've got so many people that want to go with me out on the street for my homeless week that I got to turn people away. Mostly I'm taking younger people. My sons are going out with me again this year. One is 18 and the other is 19. And they plan on taking it over for me. We'll always do boxes of love, but we're passing the baton next year. It makes an impact on them and changes their lives forever. It's got to bring quite a smile to your face when you look back on those 24 years and what it's all meant. There's so many stories, so many things, so many people that are still a part of my life from over 20 years ago because we stepped out and done this. We really don't even refer to the homeless as homeless at the Dream Center. I'm 
doing that right now for the sake of the interview, but we always call them our friends from the streets. I've become affectionately known as their pastor. It's just been a wonderful experience. That's Buffalo Dream Center Pastor Eric John speaking with Family Life's Mark Webster. You can catch up on each of the Family Life news features at familylife.org slash radio. Time now for your market report brought to you by Ambassador Advisors. Here's Family Life's Dave Margolotti. Stocks trading higher, reversing yesterday's losses. Oil trading today at just over $81 a barrel. That after Monday's losses, which came on news of increased COVID lockdowns in China and increased oil production from OPEC. Looking ahead to tomorrow, the Federal Reserve will release their meeting minutes where investors will be monitoring the tone of the committee and how this may impact future federal interest rate hikes. Each sector within the S&P 500 trading higher, led by energy, materials, and information technology. The Dow today up 398 points, the Nasdaq gaining 150, and the S&P 500 added 54. Ambassador Advisors is a Christian financial planning firm helping faithful stewards do more. Online at ambassadoradvisors.com. Thank you, Dave. You're listening to the 5 o'clock report on Family Life. Most employers offer disability insurance plans, but most employees don't sign up for them. I am Rob West with today's Money Wise Minute. The Social Security Administration says 25% of working adults will experience at least a temporary disabling ailment before retirement. The insurance carrier Cigna says half of workers filing a disability claim will need a full two years to recover financially from those lost paychecks. You may think that the Social Security Disability Insurance Program will cover all your needs if you're disabled, but the average monthly SSDI benefit is only $1,200. You need to supplement that with insurance through your employer or privately. It may cost 1% to 3% of your salary, but it's well worth it. We can help you learn to manage your money according to biblical principles when you download the free MoneyWise app. You'll find it on our website at moneywise.org. Hi, I'm Kevin Williams, and here is your Family Life Regional Weather Forecast. Ahead of Thanksgiving, we've got no major weather issues expected locally, regionally, or for that matter, across most of the country. A relatively benign weather pattern short-term. On the other side of Thanksgiving, we are watching a system that promises some rain on Friday. Another system, maybe rain or a wintry mix Sunday into Monday. In the meantime, for the night tonight, a good deal of clear sky in Pennsylvania, some patchy clouds and starlight in a mix across New York State. Low temperatures, mid-20s to the low 30s. Tomorrow, ample sunshine in Pennsylvania and the Twin Tiers, a sun-cloud mix farther north. High temperatures in the 40s. Thanksgiving Day Thursday, partly to mostly sunny. High temperatures in the 40s and lower 50s. Thank you, Kevin. Finally, at five, you may have heard of magic mushrooms. Well, would you believe scientists are actually considering the fungi for use in computer chip parts? It seems the skin off the legs of a mushroom might be a sustainable alternative to insulative substrates in the tech parts. Peeling the skin off the toadstool can protect chips from heat up to 392 degrees Fahrenheit. Scientists in Austria found that it's not only heat resistant, but will last for years and can withstand being bent and folded thousands of times without wearing or tearing. The many uses of the lowly mushroom. And that's the world we live in this 22nd of November. November. Thanks for coming along. I'm Tracy Lynn, Family Life News.